Welcome to the police state. You are living it. A digital prison begins, and they're still coming after our kids. Yeah, still. All that and more coming up. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. Happy Friday. Oh, couldn't have happened soon enough. It's Friday. Friday is here. Got a full pack show tonight. Lots of stuff going on. Incredible. What a Friday. <laughs> and of course, we always start our show off with updates on this little lady, Miko, our little Shiba Inu baby, who is doing great. She is uh, having the time of her life. She finally ate her dinner. Oh, took forever to talk her into eating. All right. I put together a side-by-side video because I got a question to ask you, and I don't know what the answer is. Take a look at this video. Let me just, I'll mute it here. Uh, This is both Miko. I know it's a little small. I'll tell you what, let me see if I can go. Yeah, we go. Okay. They're both Miko. And on the left is her walking when her leash is on the right side of her tail. And if you see all four of her feet, the front and back, are perfectly in line. See that? They're perfectly lined up. The moment you switch the leash to the left side of her tail, like in the right side of the screen, I should have done it the reverse, automatically her feet go, how can I do this so you can see it? Her feet go out of sync, like that. Instead of being lined up, suddenly, boop, they're like that. I mean, it doesn't affect the way she walks. It's just weird. And because I walk her twice every day, I notice these weird little things. But I have no idea what that is. It's an automatic thing. On the left there, you see how she's walking a straight line, all four feet lined up. And the moment you take that leash and move it over to the left side, boop, her feet go out of sync. They're not out of sync, but they're out of line. I have no idea why that is. I don't know. If you got an answer for me, let me know, because it is a mystery to me. Our Miko update brought to you by BarkBox.com slash Miko. That's our special link where you'll get a free month if you sign up for a multi-month subscription. BarkBox is a monthly subscription service. You'll get delivered right to your door, a themed box of treats, toys, and a dog chew all kinds of cool stuff. The, do- the toys are just unbelievable. Your dog will love them. You can order sizes. It's different size, small, medium, and large. Same thing for the treats, 100% all natural treats and a dog chew delivered to your door. If you're ever not happy with anything, they'll make it right. They have a 100% happiness guarantee. BarkBox.com slash Miko or for a very limited time, look in our show notes. You'll see underneath that link, a special link where you can also choose as a premium from the Jay Sheldon Show. Fun toys from Fun Boy. Uh, there are all kinds of cool water toys, and just check them out. Uh, you can choose that as your, your premium when you go to BarkBox.com using one of our two special show links there. All right, let me define something for you. Police state. A totalitarian totalitarian state controlled by a political police force that secretly supervises the citizens' activities. That's the short version. 
According to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, a police state is a political unit characterized by uh, repressive governmental control of political, economic, and social life, usually by an arbitrary exercise of power by police, and especially secret police. In place of regular operation of administration and judicial organs of the government, according to publicly known legal procedures. There is your definition of a police state. Sound familiar? Hmm, sounds very familiar. Newsmax has put up an article, and uh, in fact, I think on his show coming up after mine at 11 o'clock this morning, um, Dan Bongino, who is... uh, who is like the greatest podcaster live streamer on the planet. I am a big fan. I've absolutely been with him from almost the beginning of him doing his show all the way through today's amazing successes. And uh, anyway, the reason I'm mentioning this is because of the first article in our show notes tonight. And that is from uh, Newsmax. The link is in our show notes. And the headline says... Dan Bongino to Newsmax. Police state is here. He could not be more correct. Syndicated conservative talk show host, former Secret Service agent Dan Bongino, told Newsmax that the announcement of former President Donald Trump's indictment was proof the police state is here. We live in a police state, Rob, Bongino said on Rob Schmidt tonight. The police state is here. It's not coming. Coming next week, it's not going to be here next year. The police state is here right now. The idea you live in a constitutional republic, you can take it and wipe your rump with it and flush it down the toilet because that's gone. The police state has been here for years. You're just seeing the manifestations of it right now. Now, if you don't know the history, Bongino has been a, a worked for the New York City Police Department for four years, joined the Secret Service, uh, including the Presidential Protection Division during uh, the Bush and uh, George W. Bush and Barack Obama administrations, and said the indictment has served two purposes. This is, you know, probably Act 7 in a play of election interference by the Democrats, absolute blatant election interference. Uh, They just want Trump off the ballot because they know he is most likely going to win. And then they're all screwed. I added that part. So that's the obvious one. We've almost come to accept that the act of malfeasance is normal or Democrats interfering in elections is like almost no big deal. The second, he said, has to do with revelations that the document the the House Oversight Committee chair, James Comer, has been pressing to get from the FBI. And what a coincidence. They turn over this document, which shows Biden's corruption in no uncertain terms, and the same day, just hours apart, they indict Trump on these bullshit charges. Bongino adds, you have to understand what's going on. The timing here is not accidental. Evidence came out today, hard evidence, that the president of the U.S., while he was Obama's vice president, was involved in the biggest political payoff in human history and a huge 
political scandal. It's all about making Trump go away. Timing is everything, and the timing is not by accident. Everything about covering up for the Obama-Biden regime, that's all it is. The timing, at, see, there you go. The timing here, not accidental. Trump disclosed on his social media uh, platform, Truth Social, that uh, he's been told he's been indicted in connection with an investigation into the presidential documents he held at his Mar-a-Lago, Florida home. He is to appear in court on next Tuesday. This is such absolute crap. And without a doubt, without a doubt, we are living in a police state. It just doesn't get any more clear than that. Read the article, too. Brilliant article from Newsmax with Dan Bongino. Amazing. All right. The WEF is back at it again. They just won't stop. They won't go away. These unelected people who are trying to control our lives keep biting off little bits of the sandwich. The WEF is now demanding... 75% global reduction in cars by 2050. Their goal is to reduce private ownership of cars. You and my ability to own a motor vehicle, they're looking to reduce it by 75%. This is insane. The World Economic Forum, Great Reset Agenda, full blast and they published a blueprint to drastically cut the number of personal vehicles from right now it's 1.5 billion and they're looking to drop it to 500 million by 2050 these people just will not stop if they achieve this this massive cut to car ownership would be a 75% reduction in all the cars in the entire world putting millions of people out of work you have to live in your 15-minute cities now, don't you? Yeah, good luck with that. Why do we need personal vehicles if we're all confined to our WEF-mandated 15-minute cities anyway, right? The white paper called the Urban Mobility Scorecard Tool, Benchmarking the Transition to Sustainable Urban Mobility, was co-authored authored with Visa... <laughs> and demands that municipalities put limits on the use of private cars. At the core of this bullshit is a tool called Urban Mobility Scorecard, which measures how well cities are performing in four areas. Shared, electric, connected, and automated transportation, along with other UN-style sustainable development growths. So they put this DEI regulations into effect, which destroys companies, destroys lives. Now they want to put this into effect and force people and countries to follow their unelected bullcrap. The paper also showcases three cities that took part in a pilot test of the tool. Buenos Aires, Argentina, Curitiba, Brazil, and Singapore. Singapore, my neighbor to the south. What the hell are you doing? No, don't answer that. I already know. 
Not one city or one company can achieve this vision alone, according to the WEF. Through strong public-private collaboration, we can find innovative, impactful, and context-sensitive solutions for a sustainable future for cities, all under the guise of the bullcrap of climate change. Right. Anyway, rest of the article's there. Please read it. It is fascinating. It is a shake-your-head moment. It's yet more of this bullcrap they're trying to shove down our throats from these unelected idiots that we don't want. Incredible. I got another one for you. We we started off about talking about a police state, and man, it is. <clears throat> I got a video coming up of something that happened, if you haven't seen it yet, at a Dunkin' Donuts. And thank goodness for an unwoke employee of Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, yeah, because because it's a mess. Our, uh, give me just a minute here to talk to you about uh, one of our great sponsors, and that would be the amazing company called Blackout Coffee. They are an American company, true and true. The owner of this company cares about two things, America and making a damn good cup of coffee. This is Blackout Coffee. You go to their website, and you will find an amazing coffee company that makes an incredible, powerful coffee. And... Not only that, but they support our troops, our first responders, our values, our conservative values. Blackout Coffee is really among, and in fact, we just talked about Dan Bongino. Blackout Coffee has their own Dan Bongino blend. Uh, Founded on the principles of conservative values, the founders believe in importance of hard work, personal responsibility, family, respect, and traditional American values. If that wasn't enough reason to support this company, the fact that they make an out-of-this-world coffee, fresh roasted, delivered right to your door, and you will get a special deal if you use the link, which is down there in our show notes. Just check it out, expand that down, look for the Blackout Coffee link, and click on that. That will get you a special deal. And as if that's not enough, I know how much you folks Love your discounts and your promo code. So, got you one of those too. At checkout, on your first order, you will get 20% off if you use the promo code JS20. That's J-A-Y-S-20. J-S-20. Use that at checkout, 20% off on your first order. Wow. Thank you, Blackout Coffee. Amazing coffee. Amazing company. And I'm so proud to have them be a part of this show. Seriously. They are absolutely incredible. All right. (laughs) This is a video that went a little viral on Twitter today. I actually have the original post from uh, Adam Francisco. He's at Adam Francisco underscore. Uh, You want to check it out, give him a follow. uh, He posts some great stuff. I checked out his site and his feed, and it's, uh, it's quite good. But check out what happened to him. He writes, the car behind me at Dunkin' Donuts drive-thru, saw that I had a Trump 2024 sticker on my back window and warned the team at Dunkin' that I'm a Trump supporter. This idiot leftist goonball behind him actually phoned the Dunkin' Donuts he was at while in the drive-thru and warned them that the guy in front of him was a Trump supporter. 
He then called me xenophobic and told me I'll be deported. <laughs> you know, what is it with racists that uh, these leftists, it's a racist, they're so just, it is beyond belief. Anyway, here you go. Check this out. This is the actual uh, tweet. And I will open up the sound here so you can hear uh, what's going on. Check this out. All right, so tell me what just happened. The people in the back of um, the car, right behind you, said that you're a Trump supporter and just to let us know. So they warned you yes. that the car in front of them, which is me, yes. is a Trump supporter. Yes. Sir. And what do they think you were supposed to do with that information? I don't know, treat you differently. Wow. But that's crazy. Wow, how that society is. society is now. Do you see how Democrats are and liberals? Yeah. They're so mean. They're trying to get me bad service because of my political that's beliefs. Crazy, man. I know. That is truly shocking that the car behind me saw my Trump 2024 sticker on the window, alerted the Dunkin' Donuts team that I'm a Trump supporter, as if that would have some kind of impact. <laughs> Democrats and liberals are the most hateful people. And what I've noticed is this person's not even pulling up behind me. Hmm. Oh, there they are. There they are. Hey, God, God bless Trump. Trump's inevitable, man. He's coming back. <laughs> Trump, Trump's coming back. All right. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, the ball's on this guy. Just like, like you said, they are such hateful people. What is it? What? Seriously. What is wrong with these people? Anyway, there's a link to that tweet. Give this guy a follow. He's got a great uh, great Twitter feed over there. It's fantastic. Uh, all right, that's Adam Francisco. <laughs> cool. Uh, we got another one for you. Again, part of the Twitter feed. And this one comes from Jennifer Acuri. Uh, at Jennifer underscore Acuri, A-R-C-U-R-I. Digital currency. Yeah, central bank digital currency, the government's ability to shut your money off if they don't like what you say, maybe what you post on social media. If you've had too many meat meals this month, eh, sorry, your digital currency's shut off. You get involved in a protest, which is your right to do that they don't like, your bank account's frozen. Done. Love it. Nah, that'll never happen. We'll never get to that point where you have to actually, you know, have some sort of digital ID to access your car or your food at the grocery store. You would be wrong because it's starting already. Take a look at this. Aldi Shop and Go. So look at this, you're in London, you're on a business trip, you're staying in Greenwich, and you want to buy some food. So you go into the local oldies, like this one, and you think, I'm going to go in here and buy some food so that I can feed myself. And then you approach the barrier, and look, you can't even get in the shop without having a QR code to scan here or to scan here and then you can go in and buy things now this looks to me 
like the beginning stages of the digital prison that we keep talking about. It's not the beginning stages of the digital prisons, my friend. It is absolutely the digital prison. You cannot go into this grocery store and buy food. Food, a basic human necessity, unless you have their QR code and you scan it to let you in. Still think it's not happening? Oh, it's happening. It's happening right now in front of your eyes. Whether you want to admit it or not, it is absolutely happening. And it should scare the hell out of you. By the way, in our show notes, underneath where all the links are to the stuff we talk about, the very last one down, it's a permanent link I'm I'm leaving there in every show. There is a link called uh, Contact... What did I write there? Contact your representatives and let them know. That link will take you, if you're in the U.S., of course, will take you to a site which will show you all the members of Congress. It lets you search. It lets you find out who represents you and how to contact them. And when it comes to this kind of digital crap, I strongly recommend you let your voice be known. You got to vote. You have to be a registered voter and vote. You don't have to be, but I'm telling you, They will pay attention to you if you not just register to vote. That's not the important part. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Voting. They know you are on a list. They know if you vote or not. Not if you're registered, if you've actually voted. And if you've actually voted, they know and they will pay attention to you because they know that you get involved and you vote. You may think you're just one voice, but that one voice matters. And it matters more, sad to say, but it matters more if you actually vote. You get a hold of your representatives, you tell them about this central bank digital currency QR code bullshit on it, let you into a grocery store to buy food, for God's sakes. I, I, you know, it drives me nuts. All the restaurants here where I live now, almost uh, probably 90% of them have these QR code menus. You go in, you sit down, you can't look at an actual menu and look through. You have to use your phone and scan the QR code and put your order in that way. Absolute, absolute crap. They always ask for a comment on the site after I after I scan and put my thing my thing in my QR code and put the order in. No one gets my email address. I'm not signing up for your crap email spam junk email, Mister Restaurant Owner. So you continue as guest, so they won't know who you are. But then they ask you to rate it. I always rate it as low as possible, and I put QR code menus suck. Because they do. All right. They are continuing to come after our kids. We've talked about it before on this show. I'm almost tired of talking about it, but since they're not going to quit, I'm not going to quit. Look, I don't care who you sleep with, who you love, who you marry. If you're an adult, if you're over the age of 18 years old, you do you. I do me, you do you, I don't care. You want to have Pride Month? Have Pride Month. You want to have Pride Parades? I have marched in Pride Parades before. I have no, believe me, I've got no problem. 
we fought long and hard to get basic human rights that are afforded to everyone. We got them. Now, the TQ plus and all the other letters have latched themselves on to the LGB community and are doing their best to try and destroy everything that we fought so long and so hard to accomplish. And it's sickening because they won't keep their hands off the damn kids. Here we freaking go again. LGBTQ youth group hosts a pride carnival for kids. That's one part of the headline. The other part is they prohibited parents from attending. What? Not kidding. An organization focused on supporting LGBTQ youth is holding a Pride Carnival Wednesday for individuals ages 12 to 20, which really makes no sense. No parents allowed, according to the group's website. Well, if I'm a parent and I see that, that will be the last place my child would ever go. Indiana Youth Group partnered with Indie Pride, a group that works to raise awareness of issues in the gay and lesbian community, holding a youth carnival while attendees' parents participate in activities offside or explore the city, according to the youth group website. The carnival is open to 200 youth attendees, aims to be a place for the youth to celebrate Pride Month with their peers in safe spaces. Parents are invited to participate in alternative activities. What a politically correct bullcrap way to say you're not invited. We do not allow parents on site for safety concerns. What? I would say it's exactly the opposite of that. What is it you don't want me as a parent to see? If your red bell doesn't go off when you see this kind of crap going on, the event, according to the website, will feature carnival food, face painting, games, t-shirt tie-dyeing, a resource fair, and a DJ. Parents of attendees are encouraged to go to the nearby Trinity Episcopal Church for separate programming. Yeah. So there you go. Drop the kids off to the Pride Carnival. And you just piss off, go away, and do something else. And we'll take care of your kids. Please don't do that. Please. I know you've got more common sense than that. I know you do. My viewers, my listeners absolutely have a lot more common sense than that crap. That is insane insane okay we got one more coming up here 
Blackout coffee break, sorry. Hey, also in our show notes, you'll find a link to our Jay Sheldon Show merchandise. Check it out. Give a click. Check out our merchandise. You can buy there. Pretty cheap, too. We priced everything really low, so it's affordable. And also, right below that link is the Jay Sheldon AI Art Gallery. One-of-a-kind prints, all signed by me from the Jay Sheldon Show, created by AI. No, they don't have the Jay Sheldon Show on it. They don't even have our logo on it. It's just really cool pieces of art. And uh, they're limited edition. Once we sell 10 of any one of the prints, printed on canvas, they're beautifully printed on canvas, they're gone. And we've already sold out on one. We're about halfway sold out on another one. And there's four or five there. Check them out. Link is in our show notes. All right. One more little funny thing for you. <laughs> this is so cool. I, You know, somehow every time now when I'm looking for something funny or fun or inspiring to put on at the last story before our book... Every time, for some reason, I keep finding dog stuff. That's all right. It's cool. Check out this dog. I... These are some mad skills. Miko, you've got some learning to do. Another trick we can teach her. Look at this. Look at that. That is insane. And watch, he jumps down, turns around, runs down, and bloop, right back up again. Look at that. That is mad. Not a misstep. Not a single misstep as he goes. If you're listening to the podcast, by the way, check out our video. It's on rumble.com slash the Jay Sheldon show. And you can check this out. It's absolutely amazing. That is insane. I could watch this all day. Bloop, 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 Wow. Fantastic. This guy's a nutball. <coughs> that's that's some mad skills there. <laughs> All right. Again, blackout coffee break. Here we go. Mm. Folks, we read books on this show, and uh, I'm proud to do it. One of the reasons that we started uh, doing this is because I'm a big fan of reading. I encourage you to read. Oh, I... Just, you know, your kids need to read. I know they can read a book on this piece of crap, piece of equipment, or your tablet, or whatever, your Kindle. But putting a physical book in their hands. I was out to dinner tonight, and I saw a young mom with her son. And he had an actual physical book, a little children's book. The kid couldn't have been any more than maybe four. And he was looking through, and Mom was reading it to him. And it was so great to see. Get your kids involved in reading. And if it's at all possible, get them real books, paper, turning the pages, reading out loud, or read to them. Or they can listen in to the Jay Sheldon Show in the last half while we read books. We've done mostly classic children's literature, The Wizard of Oz, Peter Pan, uh, White Fang, Jungle Book. But uh, of late, we're good reading George Orwell's 1984 because it's really an appropriate book and we are absolutely living in his world of 1984. So uh, we're going to continue on. We're in the middle of chapter 10 right now. Uh, but by all means, please get your kids involved in reading and you start reading again too. I saw this brilliant suggestion that said... Pick up a book you read 20, 30 years ago and read it again. Because in those 20 or 30 years, your perspective on life has changed. Uh, 
and you may very well find a whole new way of looking at the book that you loved before. You may find you love it for totally different reasons. It's true. It happens. Some book you like, for example, one of my favorite books, I know, but Snow Falling on Cedars, a brilliant, brilliant book, murder mystery type book. It was a so-so movie, but it was an amazing book. And I read that probably in my 20s. So it was something years ago. Uh, I intend to pick that up and uh, read it again and see, see how different it is. Now that I've got 30 or 40 years behind me of life experience, and we'll see. So here we go. George Orwell's 1984, The Sad Fact That We Are Living Right in the Middle of It. Winston and the little girl were having their little meetup in the forest. And the adventure continues. Winston put his lips against her ear. Now, he whispered. Not here, she whispered back. Come back to the hideout. It's safer. Quickly, with an occasional crackle of twigs, they threaded their way back to the clearing. When they were inside, the ring of saplings, she turned and faced him. They were both breathing fast, but the smile had reappeared round the corners of her mouth. She stood looking at him for an instant and then felt at the zipper of her overalls. And yes, it was almost as in his dream. Almost as swiftly as he had imagined it, she had torn her clothes off. And when she flung them aside, it was with that same magnificent gesture by which a whole civilization seemed to be annihilated. Her body gleamed white in the sun. But for a moment, he didn't look at her body. His eyes were ankled by, anchored by the freckled face with its faint, bold smile. He knelt down before her and he took her hands in his. Have you done this before? Of course, hundreds of times. Well, scores of times anyway, with party members. Ah, yes, always with party members. With members of the inner party? Not with those swine, no. But there's plenty that would if they got half a chance. They're not so holy as they make out. His heart leapt. Scores of times she'd done it. He wished it had been hundreds, thousands. Anything that hinted at corruption always filled him with a wild hope. Who knew? Perhaps the party was rotten under the surface. Its cult of strenuousness and self-denial simply a sham of concealing inquiry. If he could have infected the whole lot of them with leprosy or syphilis, how gladly he would have done so. Anything to rot, to weaken, to undermine. He pulled her down so they were kneeling face to face. Listen. The more men you've had, the more I love you. You understand that? Yes. Perfectly. I hate purity. I hate goodness. I don't want any virtue to exist anywhere. I want everyone to be corrupt to the bones. Well then, I ought to suit you, dear. I 
am corrupt to the bones. You like doing this. I, I don't simply mean me. I mean the thing in itself. I adore it. That was above all what he wanted to hear. Not merely the love of one person, but the animal instinct. The simple, undifferentiated desire. That was the force that would tear the party to pieces. He pressed her down upon the grass among the fallen bluebells. This time there was no difficulty. Presently, the rising and falling of their breasts slowed to normal speed and a sort of pleasant helplessness. They fell apart. The sun seemed to have grown hotter. They were both sleepy. He reached out for the discarded overalls and pulled them partly over her. Almost immediately, they fell asleep and slept for about a half an hour. Winston woke first. He sat up, watched the freckled face still peacefully asleep, pillowed in the palm of her hand, except for her mouth. You could not call her beautiful. There was a line or two round the eyes, if you looked closely. The short, dark hair was extraordinarily thick and soft. It occurred to him that he still didn't know her surname or where she lived. The young, strong body, now helpless and sleep, awoke in him a pitying, protecting feeling. But the mind, mindless tenderness that he felt under the hazel tree while the thrush was singing had not quite come back. He pulled the overalls aside and studied her smooth white flank. In the old days, he thought, a man looked at a girl's body and saw that it was desirable. And that was the end of the story. But you could not have pure love or lust nowadays. No emotion was pure, because everything was mixed up with fear and hatred. Their embrace had been a battle, the climax of victory. It was a blow struck against the party. It was a political Wow. Chapter 11 will continue this on Monday. And uh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. What a way to end Chapter 10, huh? George Orwell's 1984. We started off the show talking about a police state. And we ended it with the one of the most amazing fiction pieces, which nowadays ain't so much fiction anymore. All right. Hey, thank you so much for all of your views and likes and follows this week. We really had a great time, great shows. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed it. Love putting it together for you and love the fact that you are uh, that you are here. If you wouldn't mind, please, if you haven't yet, right over there is a follow button on Rumble. Just give us a click and uh, follow the show. It helps the show out a lot. and It's free and easy for you. It costs you nothing. We're also a podcast. The audio part of our show goes out on iTunes, Apple iTunes, Spotify, all the, all the uh, platform for podcasts. Just look up The Jay Sheldon Show. You'll see us, and we'll be there. Our logo's up here. 
and uh, give us a subscribe over there. We really do appreciate that. Enjoy your weekend, my friends. Make the most of it. Spend time with people you love, as Tucker used to say. <laughs> All right. We'll see you Monday. Good night. Snort. <laughs> <laughs>